Hey everyone, welcome to season three of the Solving Problems podcast, where we help you use story to reach more people and grow your church. My name is Jonathan Crone, if we haven't met before, and I am here with our co-host Kyler Nixon. Kyler, go ahead and say hey to everybody. Hey guys, it's season three. It's exciting. Season three is a little different because as of right now, every episode for this season is out live on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. We wanted to get you every episode all at once so that as you travel this summer or as you start to plan for this fall, you can have every episode available to help you plan for your fall and to have a successful fall this year. And one of the things that's a little different about this season is in the past, we've talked to other guides, other certified guides about um, theoretically what you could do to implement StoryBrand in your church. But this season, we're actually talking to people who have implemented StoryBrand into their church and some of the successes that they've been having. Yeah, this is this is a fun episode. We've been talking about this for, for a while now, actually, probably since even when we started planning season three. So uh, to have it finally here and to have some of the guests that we have on, it's, uh, it's a really fun season and we, we get to talk through, um, just some really practical applications and, and some successes that people are having with story brand. So our, our hope is that you take these, uh, you know, what these people are saying and, and really are able to just kind of run with it and say, Hey, these people are doing what, what we can be doing. And it's, you'll, you'll hear throughout the season. It's not anything that's crazy. It's not people that are working in, uh, you know, while some are in larger churches, uh, our guest today is is in a smaller church of just a couple hundred people. So whatever the size of your church, wherever you're at in ministry, these principles are things that you can apply uh, to to ministry wherever you're at. And Kyler, today's a little fun for you because you're going to be you sat through the interview here. And also um, the guest we have on Jeff Lovell from Ezra Church, you were their guide. You actually helped implement StoryBrand for them. Yeah, Ezra was uh, was one of the first churches that I worked with when I became StoryBrand certified, and and they actually uh, they're a, a, a still kind of in the church plant phase. They don't have their own building. They meet in the venue that I got married, which is just a total total coincidence. So um, yeah, it's a it's a fun episode. Ezra and their their team, Jeff and, and his team are are, uh, are awesome. They really have a heart to reach their their smaller community, and um, I'm excited to uh, to jump into the episode and, and hear Jeff talk about how to use StoryBrand um, in teaching. Today's episode specifically is about the idea that the story brand framework is different than what we've traditionally done in the church world, uh, because getting people to buy in that the people we're trying to reach are the hero of our communications and not Jesus is a really hard sell for a lot of people, especially if they've been in more traditional church backgrounds or that if they've been in church ministry for a long time. A lot of us are programmed that Jesus is the hero of the story no matter what. We've heard that since we were younger. But today's episode, we're going to talk to Jeff, who has made the leap into using StoryBrand for their church. We'll talk to him about what drew him to StoryBrand, what it was like to develop their brand script, and how it's helped his church do ministry better. But before we do that, Kyler, can you go ahead and tell people who we are and who we are not? Yeah, the season three disclaimer. We are not affiliated with StoryBrand. We're not employees of StoryBrand. But we have been trained uh, by Donald Miller and his team to take organizations just like yours through the StoryBrand framework. So again, we're not, uh, this podcast is not affiliated and or endorsed by, by StoryBrand, but we are StoryBrand certified guides. So with that, we're going to bring the dance music back and Jeff and Kyler will be with us on the other side. We'll talk about how Ezra Church implemented StoryBrand and the success they're having with it.
and we're, we're here with Jeff right now. Jeff, go ahead and say hey to everybody. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Before we talk about uh, what drew you to StoryBrand, I want to get a little bit of your background so people can uh, know who you are a little better. We introduced you in the intro, but how long have you been a pastor? Sure. Um, most of my adult life, I guess. I guess I'm <laughs> starting into a 22 years of full-time ministry. Start out in student ministries, then church planting. Now I'm the lead pastor at Ezra Church near Madison. And when was Ezra planted? We launched Ezra in 2013, started with a handful of people in my living room, and I think the Bible would call this rocky soil. We've moved a few rocks over the years, and uh, we're in that 200-plus growth phase right now. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a, we could get in, I could nerd out with you for a minute, but um, there's those different barriers of church growth that right. are just, you think like everything wouldn't be standard, but no, they're standard. Like those areas of growth are real. Um, so as you guys were starting, uh, when you planted Ezra, obviously you just implemented StoryBrand about a year ago. Um, what did you try in the past that you felt like didn't work that great? I feel like if I ever write a book, that's going to be the book I write. All the things I've tried that didn't work. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think, I think one way we talk about that is that, you know, I've seen the pendulum swing a lot over the, over the years of ministry. There's the bigger, better, hype it up, be more relevant, do all the things. But um, I think the thing that if I was going to sum it all up, it's like we just kept trying to tell our story better rather than invite or recognize what other people's story were and try to go to and meet them in their story. And I think the pendulum piece of that is a big thing because uh, what I have found is, and this is true in a lot of different walks of life, but pastors tend to go and gravitate towards the things that were successful when they first started in ministry. Mm -hmm. So a lot of pastors, especially, um, the pastors in their thirties and forties today, they came into ministry in the early two thousands when the hype train is how you did it. Um, go bigger, go better, um, hype things up, go, go, go. And so that's what they want to continue doing. And culture has shifted a little bit. Right. If we could just be more relevant, then we would reach more people. But that's, like you said, culture shifted. Yeah. And the, I, it's hard to explain because we, there's a generation now that is in college. And uh, Kyler, you would fit in this as well. So feel free to chime in here if you want. Um, there's a generation that grew up on Cool Church and the programs and everything that like transformed the way we did church in the early 2000s. And that generation is kind of over it at this point. Does that feel like it fits you, Kyler? Yeah. Well, I remember growing up, um, I, my church was pretty small. It was even smaller than, than Ezra. But, uh, I remember growing up in my, my pitch to my friends to get them to come to church with me when I was in, you know, grade school or middle school or whatever it was, we play the songs on the radio. Like, I just, I don't know why, but I just distinctly remember that. And it was like, we didn't have like the big lights and, you know, stuff because I mean, we were Midwest church. Like it just, wasn't a thing unless you were a, a you know lot bigger size, but we were playing relevant songs. We had the live worship band where like, uh, you know, a lot of churches were Catholic or Lutheran, and then they just didn't have that. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, even, even when I went to college, like I was looking for something that was very like big production, big show relevant, like, you know, using like pop culture examples. And that's what I found. And then I think, sh you know, as I went through college, I kind of shifted like, all right, that's cool for a season. And now I'm looking for something that's a little bit more like I can raise my family here. And 
you know, they share in the values that I have and, and can find community here. So it's just even, even over the last few years, it's kind of been interesting to experience that shift. Like for me personally, I think we, even in the last couple of years, I've seen a shift towards, you know, let's be more authentic. Let's be more focused on community. And yet the church is still trying to just get people to do our thing rather than try to help people do their thing. And that's exactly what I was going to say a second ago. Like we've gone from relevant is what matters to authenticity matters. Right. But the problem is most churches say authenticity matters, but it's all about their authenticity. It's not necessarily about the authenticity of what the people that are coming to their church care about. So a year or so ago, you guys decided to pull the trigger on StoryBrand. Um, what pushed you to really want to do that? I think as we thought about the ministry of Jesus and what does it look like to to bring the kingdom in our context, that what Jesus was great at doing was going to people where they were at. I mean, that's the whole incarnation, right? It's uh, that the word became flesh and lived among us. Or you look at the story of Jesus and the woman at the well, and it's this constant meeting people where they're at and listening to their story and then pointing them in a new direction or inviting them along on a new journey. And, um, you know, I'd been ex exposed to story brand a few years before and just kept coming back to these same ideas over and over again, that Jesus has the best story to tell ever. He invites us into the story. That's the most authentic, the most real, the best version of any story. And, um, this just gave us language and tools to be able to, uh, do a, I think a, a more incarnational style of ministry. I love that. And I'm actually thinking about this fall doing a couple episodes on like how Jesus used story brand. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if that'll be cheesy. So we're still kind of thinking about that. Right. Um, but I, I, that's one of the things that attracts me is like, I, th I think through, I was having a conversation with a pastor uh, two days ago about this. As I think through the way Jesus taught and the way he did ministry, he made everything about the people he was talking to. Right. Um, he could, if anyone had the right to make it about himself, it's God in human form. And yet he spoke to the problems that the people uh, he was talking to were facing. Um, so that's what I love about StoryBrand. That's why I am so passionate about doing StoryBrand with churches. Um, but let's get into the details a little bit, because this season's all about like, what did it look like to implement pieces of StoryBrand and uh, what results have you had? So my first question for you um, with that in mind is once you decided to do story brand, to start implementing that, the first step is developing your brand script. It's diving into the seven steps of the framework and really filling, figuring out how your church fits into each element. Who's your character? What's their problem? How are you the guide? What's the plan? What's the call to action? What does success look like? And what does failure look like? So what was that process like for you all to figure those things out? I think we recognize the need to tell our story in a more clear and concise manner. And uh, we started by looking at our website and realizing we weren't even telling a, a clear story. It was more just, hey, come try out our thing. And uh, we reached out to Kyler when we were wanting to uh, rebrand our website and everything. And he reminded us that uh, StoryBrand was a great tool that could help us provide some clarity for that. And so uh, we found it to be really energizing. It gave us a lot of clarity. I think it was... Um, I think the thing I enjoyed the most was actually just sitting down and thinking about the people we're trying to reach. I mean, we've got people walking in our doors every Sunday and that we're connecting with throughout the week. And um, we had spent a lot of time thinking about how do we get them to do our thing. But again, the question was, 
what are their challenges, what are their problems, what are their dreams, and how can we uh, help them move forward on those things? So as you as you were developing the brand script, Kyler, uh, feel free to jump in here um, as much as you want because you were their guide. Was the process harder to do that than you felt it would be? Well, I, I, it was kind of interesting too, Jeff. Like, I don't know if you if you've mentioned this, but the way that we got connected, they, uh, Ezra Church actually meets in my wedding venue, which was totally like by chance. And so it's kind of weird, like going in there and meeting with them for that first time. And I actually do I create brand scripts for clients a little differently than I did there. But um, I think one of the biggest like learning experiences for me as a guide, especially like as it relates to taking churches through that, is it's important to have like a, a, an understanding of who you are before you even sit down in that meeting. Like for them. Them, it, there was such a high emphasis on we are for our community like they were already doing that like they were going through Jeff Henderson's like four stuff and like they just naturally did that as a church so I think for them like being able to sit down and say this is this is who we are now let's put words to it made that process like so much easier I don't know if that if that was your experience Jeff on the you know the receiving end of it but it made a lot more sense for me to be able to kind of craft that and help you craft that when you guys were really like clear about who you were and just we just basically just needed to put a pretty bow on it and and tie it all together yeah i think kyler was great at asking uh good clarifying questions he took what was you know clear in our minds and made it clear on a piece of paper and gave us a lot clearer language around that. I think, you know, I don't know that it was harder than I expected. Uh, I think it's good pastoral work to consider the needs of the people in your community and that are coming to your church and then to, you know, make that not just a broad general idea, but to get really specific about what are the, the needs, hopes, and dreams and what's getting in the way for people. We'll get back to our interview with Jeff in just a second. But if you're wanting some help with your church to up your communications game, to implement StoryBrand, I would love to help with that. Whether you're looking to just develop a brand script like we're talking about with Jeff today or get communications coaching, or even maybe you want to upgrade your entire website and get something new, I would love to partner with your church in whatever way that looks like. To get your help, head over to HireJonathan.com fill out the form, and then we'll talk about what it looks like to transform your communications and reach more people using the story brand framework. That's HireJonathan.com and then fill out the form and we'll get to talking about what the next steps are. But for now, we're going to get back to our interview with Jeff. One of the things we talked we talked a lot about last season was the curse of knowledge. Great. Did you find that... Um, you guys had that a lot that, um, that you were taking for granted some things that people didn't know. Did Kyler have to walk through that with you or, um, was that not an issue for you all? Kyler was great at helping us ask some good questions to, to get beyond that. I think one of the things that really helped us was to, for me to actually name like four or five specific people who represented, you know, the different audiences in our church or the different challenges or the kinds of people, you know, the, the new believer or the non-believer or the single mom. And just to think through that specific person and what their experience with our church had been like. Kyler, as you think back through the process of, uh, developing that brand script. Do you remember what the, what was the biggest friction point you guys had, um, developing that or the, the biggest point that there was like a struggle to figure out the answer? Hmm. Yeah, that was like, that was a, a while ago. I mean, that was probably about a year ago at this point. Um, I'm trying to think about what that looks like. I think, um, 
well, like Jeff mentioned, we, we spent a little bit of time nailing down like who is our character. Um, and I think that was, that was helpful, but it was also kind of important to like, know, like the language that we needed to use. And, um, I, I, I run into this all the time, but I, I, I kind of remembering this with Ezra too, like a lot of times the problem is where you tend to get off brand off of your brand script and it tends to kind of veer one direction or another. So I kind of remember us sitting down and the, the want and that type of stuff was pretty easy to identify. And then we get to the problem and one, it's hard to identify the problem because you're so close to it. You're like, well, there's a hundred problems that we are helping solve. But then on top of that, it's like, there's a natural inclination to just kind of drift into multiple different categories as you work through the problem. Um, and so I've, I think that that was probably once we got the problem nailed down, the rest of the brand script was pretty easy, but that was kind of the biggest like hurdle and it wasn't really a sense source of like friction but it just took the most time to like work through but i think once we the time spent on that was good time spent on it and i'm glad we we took the time to like really nail that down because then from there we could really like move past it and make a lot a lot more sense of it and on that same note too like we had a couple of problems that were valid and one one uh problem that we see with churches that gets brought up a lot is the uh not desire, but like the natural response to kind of position yourself against other churches. And Jeff, I don't know if you remember this, but we originally were kind of going down this route of like church has been boring. Our church has been like re this religious like thing, like checklist church. And we kind of had to pump the brakes and we're like, we're not trying to position ourselves against these other churches. We're trying to position, you know, like Ezra's for this. So we wanted to make sure we're for, you know, telling what we're for. And that, that once we got through that and like really made sense of it, that made the brand script process a lot easier. Kyler, I know we're going to jump off topic just a little bit. You, you had that same issue with a church recently that, um, as a church plant that they wanted to go like the language it was that is that tension of like, we want to be different, but we don't want to dog on other churches. Right, right. Yeah, I'd, I would say the, the story brand brand script in the framework has a, a spot for a villain. I always caution people to be really, really careful with that, especially churches. I think if you're a church listening to this, which you probably are, uh, don't, I would say don't even fill that out because it's just so hard one it's so hard to get right and two it's dangerous like it's it's dangerous to vilify people and i think even in we see it in presidential campaigns we see it in b2b businesses we see it in you know b2c businesses whatever like when you vilify people uh, or or companies it, it makes you look like the villain like you're like the you're the the person that's coming in to you know crash their party and it it hardly ever works out so i think you just have to be careful like even in the external problem while you might think, oh, the, uh, you know, church is stuffy and boring and that's the external problem. Really what you're saying is church is the villain. This other churches that are stuffy and boring are the villain because we have the right answer. So I would just say, I would just caution any church listening to this, like see that villain spot on the brand script. I would probably just skip over it. And at that same time, make sure that you're not vilifying people, communities, or other churches. Because when you do that, we've seen that with some businesses in the church space and it just doesn't, it, it just kind of makes you look bad. I guess that's the best way that I can describe it. And StoryBrand's not even teaching the the villain anymore. At the live workshops, um, Don has stopped teaching the villain. Period. Yeah, 
I think that was a great conversation we had was, you know, we have a lot of people that show up at our church that have, you know, either been hurt by church in the past or think of church as irrelevant in their life. But, you know, the enemy isn't another church out there. For us, it's that your life is missing something. And that's what that's the problem we're trying to solve is that there's a better story to be told. And Jeff, you guys did a great job with this because I'm looking at your website now. Like uh, you did a process plan or an agreement plan with your promises. Mm -hmm. And so instead of saying church was boring, you said it's a fun and safe place for kids. Instead of saying church was like too stuffy, you said you don't have to dress up here. Um, There's no judgment. Uh, Participate however you want. Um, explore faith at your own pace. So you you guys were able to flip some of those things that could be taken as negative and really make them as positives that you're calling people to instead of the negatives of what church may have been in the past for them. Right. And that's been a great learning for our team is let's just consistently say what we're for, not what we're against. So the brand script is just the first part. Uh, once that's developed, you have to implement it through different channels. And we're going to talk to one of your team members uh, in two other episodes this summer um, about the details of some of that implementation. But from a lead pastor level, uh, what have been some successes you've seen since implementing StoryBrand? I think a couple of the biggest uh successes we've seen is for our whole team, for our leaders, for our elders, this has given us uh, clarity across the board. We all know what it is we're about at Ezra, why we're doing what we're doing, this, who it is we're trying to reach, and what problems we're trying to solve. I think clarity as a team is one of the, the hardest things to capture and the hardest things to keep. And so we just, uh, our story brand our brand script has been a, a place that we have come back to often. We actually, you know, at least on a quarterly basis, review it as a team at our, the beginning of any of our big leadership retreats. We start here, just remind us what it is we're doing. So it's given us clarity. It's given us alignment. I think it's even energized our team. Uh, it's exciting when you know what we're doing and what that it makes a difference and how we're, how we're reaching into people's lives. Uh, one thing we like to say about the brand script is that it's a living and breathing document. Have you guys noticed any changes in it over the past year? That's a great question. I, I think that the, the way we've talked about the problem has continued to gain clarity for us. Um, that especially the people's inter there's the, we talk about the internal problem that people experience. And we started out by naming that as kind of this angsty feeling that a lot of people have, but, uh, we we found that it's, it's less angst and more of a longing. It's more of a, a desire. They have bigger dreams, but there's things they get in their way. So, so that's been a fun place to just experience or experiment a little bit more. Yeah. And the beauty of the brand script is there's going to be different seasons in your church where the problems are going to change. Right. Um, and the way people feel. And so once you learn the framework, you all can adapt with what you see going on in your church. There, there's, there may be a time that like you see this certain problem across like three or four or five different families. It's like, all right, well, let's start speaking into that. Or, and you adjust your, your language up a little bit for those things. Um, and that, that's a beauty. It, it all, it's always changing. Yeah. I think as we've tried to roll this out across our different ministry areas, I think we, you know, we are a, a younger church with lots of young families. So we've certainly gone back to our brand script and tried to, uh, let it speak more into the, the families and, you know, especially those with, with younger kids. I think our initial, uh, brand script was probably aimed to more towards people without kids. And so that's been a, an interesting change for us too. 
We also, I really like to, like one of my favorite things that Ezra's done is um, implementing it in their Christmas stuff. Um, like when we worked, worked through that uh, a few months, few months back, um, this episode's coming out this summer, but when we did it this past Christmas, they have purchased a domain christmasforstoden.com. Uh, it's geared towards their community and essentially positioning themselves as, you know, part of the community, but it's hosted by Ezra or whatever. Um, and what was really neat about that is it's still... Uh, I mean, Jeff, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it still fits in the narrative that the church is telling as a whole about finding purpose and, and like, you know, place to belong and all that type of stuff. But it's also it's it's changing the problem because this, the problem is seasonal. So it's like their tagline for Christmas was find meaning this Christmas. Right. So people are longing for meaning. They're longing for purpose, especially during the Christmas season. So we position the problem as busy. Right. Christmas is busy. It's filled with trips, shopping, opening presents, all that type of stuff. So it's really cool to see like how that's kind of morphed into to different events and different like areas, um, especially for something big like Christmas while still being true to the narrative of, of the church. And so I'm excited to like continue to watch you guys like do that and, and continue to work with you guys through that, uh, process as you implement, you know, in, in tons of different areas. Yeah. I think that's the next phase for us is to see how this continues to bring greater clarity across our ministries. And this was the last question I was going to ask you for today. Um, has StoryBrand made doing ministry easier for you? You know, I'd hate to overpromise. I think uh, ministry is always messy, <laughs> but what it has done is, uh, again, it's given us much greater clarity. It's actually allowed us to simplify because we know what problems we are trying to solve and what ones are not the main problem we're trying to solve. Um, it, it's helped us to really, I, th- I think it's made us more like Jesus in the sense that we are able to to reach people where they're at. We understand what their needs are. Uh, it's helped us to be for them, not against them. It's given us some language to use as a team and as leaders to, um, to, to help us be the church we want to be. And I said that was the last question, but it made me think of another one. Um, has story brand and knowing the problems you're trying to solve has that kept you from doing an event or a ministry or something that otherwise would have been a good idea, but you guys realized it didn't really fit who we're called to be right now? The short answer is yes. I think that I think we've always had a pretty strong sense of clarity and who we are and what we're trying to do. But this has given us language as a team that just even just by being able to say, hey, I don't think that's the problem we're trying to solve right now. Um, we all know what we mean by that. That's really good. And one of the things we talked about, uh, there's this is a promo for the show. There was an episode last season with Josh Taylor about how his church was able to cut down some events and ministries that they had gotten bloated with that were taking up time because they realized those ministries and those programs didn't really fit the problems that um, God was calling them to help people with in those moments. They were just things that sounded like a good idea. So they did them. So they were able to cut, they were able to cut those good things to go up to great things. Um, thanks to the clarity that story brand brings. Yeah. I think as, I think as a young church, you know, we haven't started a lot of things yet. Um, but it's kept us it's, so we don't have a stop doing list, but it's helped us keep a, a don't start doing list. <laughs> that and that's probably even more important than the stop list. Mm-hmm. 
So, all right, that's it for uh, today. Jeff, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Uh, we're going to have you back on another episode to talk about uh, preaching with StoryBrand, and we're going to have some of your team members uh, walk through. So uh, half of this season is going to be Ezra, and then the other half is going to be some other people who have implemented StoryBrand. So uh, thanks so much for hanging out with us today, Jeff. Yeah, thanks again. So that's it for episode 17. Uh, we're doing this season a little differently. Every episode of season three is currently out on uh, all the podcast platforms and on our website, solvingproblemspodcast.com. So feel free to go ahead and uh, binge the entire season, listen to one a day, whatever it might be. Uh, we wanted to get you these episodes this summer all at once. So as you're traveling, as you're planning for the fall you would be able to go ahead and listen to all eight episodes, hear some success that people are actually having using StoryBrand, and uh, put it in place so that this fall you guys can kick off your ministries and have more impact than you've ever had before. So go ahead, subscribe, rate, review on your favorite podcast platform, especially on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach us out at uh, I'm at Jonathan underscore Carone on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Jonathan Carone on Facebook. Kyler is at Kyler underscore Nixon on Instagram and Twitter. And then Kyler Nixon on Facebook. Again, if you're looking for some outside help, uh, I would love to be that person for you. So head over to HireJonathan.com and fill out the form and we'll get to talking about what that looks like. But thanks for listening today and we hope you enjoy the rest of the season. 